0: Welcome to Sith Talkers, of Star Wars Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Lando. Ferrando, joined by my real life brother.
1: Well, they call me Steve.
0: And welcome to episode... 100 baby I was laughing at
1: Art cuz Art said episode 2 doesn't count like it shouldn't
2: count in Star Wars.
0: <laughs> Hey-o! Hey-o.
2: All right everybody, so welcome one, welcome all. Welcome to this very special episode. Um I really have nothing planned. We're going to have some a few special guests joining us tonight. On the show, but I think, but I figured, you know, we would just bring it full circle from episode zero, meet the Sif Talkers, to episode one hundred, meet the Sif Talkers on episode one (laughs) hundred, because you know some people might start with episode one hundred and then work their way uh, backwards.
1: Oh, really? I can't think of a I can't think of a movie series that starts in the middle and works its way backwards.
2: Hmm. Oh, Lord of the Rings.
0: Ah, yeah. Yeah,
2: see? Yeah, see? Told you. So, but I have, um, but really quickly here at the beginning, I I just want to thank everybody for, uh, you know, for 100 episodes, for hanging out with the Talkers this whole time. It's been almost two years. I really, really do appreciate it from the bottom of uh, Lando's heart over here. Um, anybody who's given us a chance and checked us out, and now checking us out on YouTube, watching our reaction videos. Uh, me and Steve are having tons of fun doing that. L- Lando is having tons of
1: fun doing that. I get one video out of twenty that is actually enjoyable.
2: <laughs> but, um, but anyways, I just want to thank everybody, uh, you know, for hanging out with us, for giving us a shot. You know we're not your traditional Star Wars podcast, and we got some pretty exciting news. Um, you know, I, I guess we're going to go into season two after this. I I, I I can I can make it season two episode one starting next week if you want. Because uh, me and Steve we 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 have um, like I said we kind of have a little announcement to make about the show, kind of the topics we're going to be doing moving forward. So um, you know for, I, so that, that's what I'm saying, like season two. You know, cause I don't know. <laughs> or I'll just go to episode, one, you know, one hundred and one.
1: Uh, and this has been another segment of Lando complicates everything.
2: <laughs> so uh, all the audio listeners, um, but thank you. Like I said, if you're if this is your first time on episode one hundred, um, you know, please follow us on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, on on uh, Google, on <laughs> Uh, Whatever podcast you listen to, uh, follow us. Uh, Check us out here on YouTube. We do reaction videos. Uh, Sometimes I'll post some podcast clips. Trivia night. Trivia night. Steve, every Tuesday night. We have a lot of fun doing that. And uh, yeah, and follow us on all our social medias, all at Sif Talkers.
1: There you go. go. On the Twitter I thought we were like trying to bring back some of the. Well, stuff. I thought
2: you wanted me to uh, shorten it up. Uh, I thought you wanted me to shorten everything up. I so did. I thought we
1: were doing like 100 episodes of hey, Travaganza. I thought that, we were doing things. That's
2: what we'll do. Like season two, here, I'll, I'll let you. So, you know how I, at the beginning I thank everybody and I do all the yes. social media. I'll let you do it I, you every let me episode. Do it. All right, here's everybody. Fuck you.
1: There we go. See, look how much <sighs> quicker it is when I do things. And oh boy. I still need to know the answer to this question.
0: Who's the dude in the dark cloak? What? Dark, what are you talking about? I need to know. You
1: only barely revealed him as like a semi Jedi, and then we just kind of left on a cliffhanger and never talked about it again. Are you talking about my original stories? Yes.
2: <laughs> yes. You want those to come back?
1: Well, I'm just saying I was a fan of that
2: myself. I do. I enjoyed the story. I do have more time on my hands now. Right? I'm not working the two jobs anymore. I, yeah, I guess so- I could. For those that didn't listen to all of our episodes, when we
1: first started, Lando was creating his own Star Wars story. Yes. And he was giving it to us in pieces every episode. Yes. Uh, and it was building up into something good. And then we just, I don't know, we just stopped.
2: It was the man, it was like the man in the black yeah, man in black cloak or
1: mysterious motherfucker. It's yes. like
2: force powers, but we
1: don't know who he is yet, really.
2: And there was like a thug character. See, I don't even remember. I'll have to find, yeah, yeah, I'll have yeah. to find yeah. my uh my stories. Yeah. That was fun. That was a lot of fun. We had him and uh, uh, Stormtrooper Marky Mark. That's right. storm. <laughs> well, that was, the-
1: that was awesome. Those are some of my favorite segments that we don't do anymore.
2: Yeah, but uh, all you do is made fun of me with the stories. So, I mean. Yeah. You, t- you call, them, you call them pornos. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's because. You- so there would be parts of the stories where he was like, and then. The guy in the black cloak came in with his strong,
0: hard shaft of a lightsaber, like it was. <laughs> <laughs> it's
2: not my
1: fault. That's how you write. I, I just.
0: Oh boy,
2: Steve. Yeah. Really quickly. So, uh, you know, you know how Lando likes to start the show. Show. Well, actually, it wasn't on Zero. It it was on one of the earlier ones where I started doing the random thoughts at the beginning. I remember one of my early random thoughts was, you know, what if the Wampa monster was actually just a a father trying to feed for his young Wampa kids? I I think that's like episode two or three or four. Yeah. Yeah. So my random thoughts has actually started pretty... Pretty early until it turned into, you know, kind of like a segment. Yeah. But I don't have any random thoughts. Well, actually, everything's going to be completely random tonight. Yeah, I have no plan. You know, Lando's all about plans. I, I mean, I have segments written down, I have two songs. So, so that's what I wanted to start out with. Lando always does something random. And what I wanted to start out with was music time with Lando.
0: Yeah. Rando, Willando, where'd you get that song
1: from? It's Lando, and Rando, he's gonna sing us a tune. <sighs> Rando, Willando, where'd you get that song from? It's Lando, Rando, let's hear that
0: guitar. All right, thank you. Thank you, Steve,
2: You're for that intro. You nice. know I hate it. Um, but yes, you know, on this special occasion, on this special occasion, yeah, I do have two, two songs prepared. So um, I actually wrote a song for the, you know, for Sith Talkers for our 100th episode, And then I wrote a song for you. Oh,
1: all right. I'm a little excited.
2: Oh, and here's Han. I wonder my, if he uh, wants to uh... My gym shorts are a little raised. Here, I'm going to I'm going to bring him. I'm going to bring Han in. <laughs> Han! Yo. Welcome my boogie. Welcome to the 100th episode of Sith Talkers.
3: Right in time for Music with Lando. And I figured oh, yeah. you would definitely 100% want
2: to be here for uh, Music Time with Lando. Um, so I just want to welcome, first of all, this is uh, Han, below me, from Han Talks First. He has a, a Star Wars podcast weekly. Um, I don't know your new, new schedule yet. It was on Monday. You still do the live stream on Mondays. And you're going to be doing yeah. Falcon and the Winter Soldier on Fridays. You just got done doing WandaVision shows on Friday great show and yeah and and han has a youtube channel where he puts out amazing videos so uh please please uh everybody who's in here everybody who watches the video later uh check out my good buddy han uh on podcast and on youtube
1: It's ironic that you're lando and he's han. It's awesome Isn't it, anybody else like that's it's uh,
2: absolutely <laughs> amazing
3: I love it. I love it so much. Yeah, thanks for having me on. And um, Steve, it's good to see you. I haven't seen you in a long time.
2: Yeah, nice to see you. So let me get the the acoustic out. Um, yes, just, I love this part. Yeah, ju- and I did this for a Han show. So go check out Han's 100th episode. Uh, Lando was on it, and I wrote a song for Han's 100th episode. So that was a lot of fun. All right, so here we go. Yeah. Music time with Lando. So the first song is uh, Weezer music. The second song for Steve is actually Weezer music. Yeah, it's, oh, is a uh, right. is uh, REM music. So
1: oh. yeah. why is that my song?
2: Uh, you'll see, you'll see. All right, here we go, here we go. So the first one is called "Here Comes uh, Sith Talkers." Steve, you'll recognize the music. You'll know the song. Alright, here we go.
0: Really quickly. Random thoughts with that. Steve is quirky. Whoa, whoa, what will Steve say next? to piss Lando off. Lando loves dick time. Steve loves his Baywatch t-shirt. Wado and brother love. Outback Steakhouse oh, We're gonna entertain you always Here comes Sif Talkers Whoa, whoa, whoa Give me more dick time today Don't forget about Jar Jar Topples, did you hear the news? Dirty jokes with DB And don't forget about 3Poo Whoa, don't forget about three poo. But here comes Sif Talkers Whoa, we're gonna entertain you always Here comes Sif Talkers Whoa, whoa, more dick time today Give me more dick time today Whoa, whoa, give me more dick time today whoa, whoa, <laughs>
2: all right,
1: there you go. I take offense. References in
2: you, t- you take offense to quirky. Yep. Anyways, all right, Steve. So here's song number two, Music Time with Lando. Song's called This One's for Steve. All right, here we go. Yep. So Slower one.
1: Oh, good. Uh, I've always wanted to hear a slow jam saying from my brother to my There we right? go,
0: there we go. When you know you're wrong about Luke And you feel all alone Luke would never raise his saber to Ben
1: It's called character building.
0: Well, you're wrong. But I'm not. Know that proton torpedo would not go down the vent shaft. No times zero percent. I don't care what you say But I love you anyway Thanks for joining me Sif Talkers is complete There's no one I know Who's best for the show He compliments me My brother Steve This one's for Steve This one's for Steve, for Steve. This one's for Steve, for Steve. And that one was for Steve. Thank you. And Steve's gone.
4: (laughs) Thank you.
1: Hold on. I'm going to be right back. My uh, store just got uh, like robbed.
2: (laughs) I'm going to be right back. All right. So. We are live and Steve's uh, store is getting robbed.
3: (laughs) I got to say that first, the first song you just did, you had, you like referenced a bunch of stuff you've done on your show before. Yes. And it brought back some memories. Uh, Most specifically um, for me was uh, Three Poo, (laughs) the droid with terrible sense of humor and sarcasm. But I remember the first time you guys did that little skit. I was laughing so hard. It was one of my favorite like new characters you guys do, like Watto and Jar Jar, and all that kind of stuff. And man, that it was that was some funny stuff. I I love it so much. So
2: thank you, you so much. Yeah, and and you know that I I absolutely love doing all that all that stuff of the Jar Jar and the three the three P O O and. Um, that's the whole point, man, was for people to enjoy it and have fun. I think, uh, you know, just with our conversations, um, the whole point of Sif Talker's show was to actually bring fun, uh, back to Star Wars. Cause you know, at the time when we both started our podcast, uh, the Star Wars community and Star Wars in general is actually pretty toxic, uh, due to the last Jedi. So, um, Uh, You know, and and that's all I was thinking was just like, I mean, I didn't really know what the podcast was going to turn into. It kind of like turned into a show, but like, that's kind of always like what I wanted to do with Star Wars is just, you know, I love it so much and it it pains me when it gets kind of dragged through the mud. Uh, And I just wanted to bring fun back to Star Wars and show people that, you know, You can love Star Wars and not be, you know, I'm not saying I'm not because everybody knows how serious I am about it, but it's okay not to be too serious about it and have fun with it and have fun doing Jar Jar or droids that have bad jokes. (laughs) Or Stormtrooper Joe. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, (laughs) like I said, just, I just wanted to have fun with Star Wars. And I, I think that was really lacking at the time so you know like i said hopefully anybody that's come and found our podcast just had a little fun and uh had a little entertainment so and i know me and you we've had fun and entertaining times together uh on the show so uh it's like i said it's it's just been so much fun so so basically han so like i said while steve is out the whole thing like i said, i really didn't have like a an outline like i always do i'm mr prepared but um I kind of was like, kind of, I'm going to name the episode, episode 100, re-meet the Sith Talkers or meet the Sith Talkers at episode 100. So, and I'll start with you. Um, What got you into Star Wars and what made you fall in love with Star Wars uh, that, you know, that, that why you have that deep connection? So why don't you let everybody know?
3: Cool. Yeah. First of all, thanks for inviting me for your 100th episode. Uh, or the beginning of season zero. I forgot. I think it was Art that said <laughs> that. I thought that was hilarious. Um, uh, I love you and Steve. I love your show. And, oh, you know, we've said before, we kind of started at the same time. And one thing I've noticed, especially in the past couple months, from both Sit Talk, Talkers and Han Talks First, is in this small little community we have of Star Wars fans and other podcasters. Um, it's been growing more and more and i kind of feel like a lot of that has to do with me and you lando because we have like similar friend groups now on the social medias and people have told me that they've listened to your show and my show and they've started a podcast now and like they're growing and then i don't know it's just really cool to see that the community is being built and it's kind of you know a lot of new podcasters coming in about star wars and uh, we're kind of at the the older end of that, from starting almost two two and a half years ago with our uh, selective shows, and I, I just think that's great. And I'm I'm so happy to be here and to have befriended both of you guys. And I have five podcasts that I have saved on my my Spotify that I go to uh, more often than other shows, and that one of one of which is Sith Talkers. So it's always great to be able to jump in and hear random skits that you guys do or or segments of the show like uh, encyclopedia of the day like fact of the day and uh, things like that and i just love your guys view on on star wars and it's inspirational and it kind of keeps me going in some ways so i don't know thanks for like befriending me all those years ago and kind of sticking with this community i i couldn't i don't know i'm so happy with it and so thanks for having me on this show today too
1: yeah, and I appreciate that. Now, do you have any kind words to say about Lando? <laughs>
3: <laughs> I will say, uh, Lando, be nice <laughs> to Steve. Thank you. He was just trying you. to help you with the recording today. He wasn't being a dick. <sighs> yeah, it's okay.
1: Thank you, Han.
3: Well, Steve, did you <laughs> like your songs?
1: I loved my. I did listen to it. Sorry, a, a weird, uh, my store's fine. Everything's fine. Uh, just panic button Good. was pressed in the middle of you singing that song. <laughs> um So we're good. Everyone's safe, which is good. Good.
4: (laughs) Yeah.
3: Okay, so for the actual question you asked me, um, it actually, my love for Star Wars actually started with the prequels, like really started with the prequels. Uh, I had seen the originals before on VHS with my grandmother. She's actually the one who introduced me to it. And I think I started with Return of the Jedi. And I really just loved Yoda. And at the time, that was really all I could connect with as a as a small kid and uh, just you know partially maybe because he was a Muppet or a puppet and it it was more related to other things I had watched at that time but it wasn't until Phantom Menace came out that all those new toys started hitting like KB Toys and Toys R Us and all that kind of stuff and I started discovering all these these new action figures I knew nothing about but I bought like my mom bought me all of them and I got to play with them and then by the time I was able to see a movie in theaters was probably attack of the clones. And I just remember loving what I was seeing, like all the effects, all the creatures. And it was definitely more pushed for children at like my age at the time. And so really the prequel started it for me, but, and that that's when I really started looking more into the originals and then just kind of, I guess, dedicating part of my life to star Wars.
0: (laughs) Oh, I
1: love it. You know, you know, I loved about it. He played with the toys. <laughs> that makes me happy. That's, no, I'm serious. That makes me happy because that's what for me as a child for Star Wars. One of my favorite things was playing with my Star Wars toys, setting up lightsaber duels and different scenarios that were in the movie and acting them out and playing with our toys versus keeping them in a box on a uh, behind you and doing a podcast like some dickhole. Um, but for people that actually enjoyed Star Wars a lot, you know, we played with our toys.
2: Well, you got to remember. So, of course, when I was a child in the '80s, I did. I did play with Star Wars toys, and they were out of. They
1: <laughs> were the ones that had like the fur uh, fucking cloth. Yes,
2: uh, and the shit? lightsaber. Yeah. Like I know there what was you're a, and about. you 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 turned it, and it came <laughs> yeah. out of the hand. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Makes me happy. Yeah, and it yeah. always broke. Like I said, the lightsabers always broke off. You always lost. Oh, the blasters, like the toys, the guns, and the lightsabers. I I used to keep a little plastic bag of uh, the parts of all the parts. Yes, yeah, I did
1: the same thing. Yeah, yeah, yes, that yes. It's like we had the same parents. It's weird, hmm, strange.
2: <laughs> oh, you mean the same parents that left all of our toys back in Massachusetts when we moved? Same oh, ones. All the key man toys. Oh, boy. <laughs> All of our toys, pretty much.
1: I'll tell you what. What's nice about having a brother that solely loves Star Wars is, uh, you know, shopping for
3: birthdays and Christmas is a <laughs> so big thing. So, exactly what my girlfriend says.
2: It's easy. It's so awesome, Han. So basically, the, you know, the prequels is what? Uh, you know, got you into Star Wars and what latched you on to Star Wars. And that's what I love to hear, because obviously, right, I latched on to the originals because I grew up with the original. That's all I had was the original trilogy. Uh, You know, some would say, you know, I'm lucky because that's all I had when I was younger. But I say I was kind of unlucky because after Return of the Jedi, we didn't know if there was going to be any more Star Wars movies and all we had were the books and the books were absolutely amazing. Uh, if, if anybody dug into the expanded universe, uh, the Thrawn trilogy came out in the early nineties to to hold us over until, uh, you know, we did, you know, we did get new movies and now this is where Steve comes in And, and Steve, I'll let you go next. What got you drawn into star Wars and what you love about star Wars the special editions came out in the mid '90s in yeah, the movie theaters. So Sony movie theaters they re-released when they redid the specials. They came out
1: the trilogy in the movie theaters and they came out one at a time. Uh, New Hope came out opening weekend and then they waited a week and then did Empire and they waited a week and did Return of the Jedi. So I saw those in the movie theater five times apiece. Um, and obviously, getting into Star Wars helps when you have an, uh, a brother that's ten years older than you that's obsessed with Star Wars and you're a little kid. Um, and our mom loves Star Wars. Her favorite movie is Return of the Jedi. Uh, so we were like bred into Star Wars. Uh, for me, I also remember Return of the Jedi as my first Star Wars movie. Um, I don't know if that's the one I actually saw first, but that's the one I remember first um, because of the lightsaber duel. So lightsabers is what got me wanting to get toys. I wanted to be a Jedi, right? Not like Luke, but like Vader. Yeah. Fuck Luke. Um, and, uh, and then, yeah, man, uh, you know, and I'll give him a little bit of credit, right? My brother, I was, what, 12 when Phantom Menace came out? When did Phantom Menace
2: come out? 1999.
1: I was 12. So I was 12. And, of course, you know, my brother took me and we sat, I mean, we stood in line for four hours. And he was dressed up as a Jedi. And yeah. I thought that was awesome that my older brother was dressed up as a Jedi. Uh, and, and that blew my mind. Uh, my second favorite Star Wars movie of all time is episode one. Uh, my number one fight scene in Star Wars ever is Episode One's last fight scene. I I, I love that fight scene front and back front and backwards.
2: And um, yeah, and this is what I love about Star Wars is right. Han like got connected to the prequel movies and then got introduced to the originals and it drew him in. And Steve, you got drawn in with like lightsabers. Like yeah, well, that's cool. Like that's the lightsabers. And you know. I looked up to my
1: older brother at the time.
3: Okay. Well, oh let's,
1: let's, let's, I don't want to inflate the ego, but yeah, it's my older brother. It's what he likes, right? So I want to like what my older brother like, and it just happened to stick. But
2: that's the awesome thing about Star Wars. And what I love about Star Wars is different aspects of Star Wars draw people in and attach them uh, to this, you know, to this universe. And, you know, maybe right now, the High Republic is is pulling people into star Wars that have never been in the star Wars. And they're just like, Oh, this is new star Wars. And they're picking up a book and they're reading it and they like it. I loved, I've read all three of them. Um, I'll rank them. Like I said, I won't go. I know Han, you're still in the middle of light of the Jedi. I won't talk about any of them, but light of the Jedi, number one for Lando. Uh, number two is, is a test of courage. And number three is into the dark. So that's how I rank them. After I've read all three books, uh, the adult read is number one. <laughs> the, the junior read is number two, and the teen read is number three. But um, they were all really, really good books. Uh, the Claudia Gray book, Into the Dark, it took me like two hundred pages to get into it. But wow! The, yes, but the last two hundred and forty pages were absolutely amazing.
3: So, because I stuck it one, out. That's Into the Dark. Yeah, right? that's the Claudia Gray one. Test of Courage. That's it's a comic book.
2: No, right? it's here, it's no, it's like it's, it's it's the junior. It's the junior read. It's real oh, small, okay. uh, but it's a great story. So, for I, I think I brought this up on one of the podcasts uh, for my small brain after reading Light of the Jedi. I mean, Light of the Jedi. There was so much stuff in it, and it was a lot to process. So I went from the Light of Jedi to the Test of Courage, and the Test of Courage is like two hundred pages. And you literally get introduced to four people and you follow the same four people from start to finish. So you don't have to remember what's going on here, there, there. It, it, you follow the characters start to finish. Easy, simple story to follow. I think that's what my, what my brain needed was, but I will say this once the book starts, I mean, it just takes off. Like, you know, you get introductions, but then once it takes off, it takes off and it, it digs into what I really love. Like I said, I don't know how far you're in the light of Jedi, but small spoiler, tiny, tiny, tiny spoiler. What I love about these three books is it digs into obviously High Republic, the Jedis and how they feel about attachment and how they feel about using their powers and Going against the council or following the council uh, into the dark was great because you get introduced to way seekers, Jedis who tell the council, hey, I'm not sure where I'm at right now it, it, being a Jedi. I just need to go do my thing. And they let them go do their thing. So technically, like there, there's been articles. You can say these were the first gray Jedis or whatever because they're not sure where they're at with the force and they have to go be by themselves to figure it out. And that's what I'm saying. So like we, we've never heard of these Jedi concepts and, and a lot, all three books deal with dark side and attachment. And it's really, really nice to get views of Jedis in their prime going, I know this person. Yeah. You know, a lot of people die. A lot of people die in the light of like people die in these books and, and attachment is huge. And you get to see people, perspective from master jedis and be like i don't know you know i i know the council says you know i shouldn't feel you know feel sorrow but i do you know th- I, I i do feel something and somebody brought up a good point um after reading into the dark if there was a jedi master around like that was in into the dark i mean, I mean you could talk about this after you read into the dark if this kind of a jedi was around for anakin he probably wouldn't have turned to the dark side because he could have sat Anakin to the side and said, Hey, it's okay to have these aggressive feelings. It's okay to feel anger. See if you can find an outlet to get it out of you. Then if you can't get it out of you, all right, let's, let's try to figure something out with you. So that's kind of like, that's what I love about these books is uh is the characters and learning more about Jedi's and the Force. It's really interesting because I'm always because all we have is the prequels. And right we right. George Lucas this is the heyday of the Jedi. Well, now we're seeing another heyday of the Jedi uh with the High Republic. So it's just really really exciting stuff. I can't wait for the second wave
3: uh books to come out in June and July. So Okay, so I got a couple questions about yeah. um high republic as a whole so i did start it i started it on or light of the jedi uh on audible because i have the audible plus thing that i recently got but um it occurred to me it's the first audiobook i've ever listened to it's and i I didn't like it i'm definitely more of like a in-person uh on paper pick up pick up the book then yeah i i ordered it so i'm waiting for it to come in and then once it does i'm i plan on just going right through it but I guess my main question is, since you've read more than one so far, are is it a series that you can pick up one randomly? Like you don't have to read them in order or nope. they stand alone? Like They
2: all stand. Okay, obviously the letter of the Jedi sets up everything, right? It has the great disaster. Like that. that is the key. Like all three books tie into the great, di- like you know the great disaster happens and Starlight Beacon is your ending point in all three books. Yeah, so basically you could read any of these. Like, you could read A Test of Courage and Into the Dark and then get the Great Disaster if you want, right? And then fu- and then plug okay. in all the holes. But if you read Light of the Jedi first, when characters get brought up and the Legacy Disaster gets brought up, you just, you know everything. Like, you know the, the story. So, but the... Okay. And that's the thing, like, with Into the Dark, yeah, you follow a group of people on their mission and a test occurs. You follow this group of people on their mission, but they all end up at starlight beacon at the end, just like at the end of light of the Jedi. So it all comes to
3: gather there at the end. Okay. And are they going to be releasing them as kind of what you said they did for this phase, like a, an adult, a yep. junior and a young adult version.
2: And I'm hooked. I'm hooked. I'm going to read all of them now. And I, I was real skeptical and I was like, I'll probably only read the adult book. You know, I was just like, I don't yeah. know about the junior book. The <laughs> junior book is my my second favorite out of the three.
1: I don't know about the junior book. So. But that teen book, give it to me.
2: <laughs> no, I mean, it's just, it's <laughs> funny. Like, I read all three and I'm, I'm in. I am in. So when the next phase of books come out, I will read all three of them. Junior, teen, and okay. adult reads. That's,
3: that's good to hear because uh, I think the loud segment of people talking about it are the people that are saying it's terrible, but I honestly don't think they've read it. And it's hard to find a review of people that have actually read these books. And so it's good to hear from you that you enjoy them and you're hooked because now it makes me want to, you know, get through them even quicker now. So it's good to hear. And
2: I am a Star Wars fan. You know, I'm hardcore. I will put down a Star Wars book. I don't like and stop reading it. I have uh, aftermath right here. Sorry. I, (laughs) I couldn't get into the sequel trilogy books. I have aftermath. I read half of it and stopped reading it. I didn't like it.
3: So and you know, it, it's like even for the people out there who maybe aren't interested in reading this book, because what happened with me was when um, the first Thrawn book, "Heir to the Empire," is that what it's called? Yeah. Okay. First time I started reading it, it had no interest. I put it down after a couple of pages. Years later, I came back and revisited it, and I was like, "Oh wow! Why did I put this down before?" It's like one of those things, like. You know, like, if you don't like broccoli as a kid, when you grow up, you, you enjoy broccoli later. It's like, maybe you'll adapt to it.
2: Looks like we got another special guest uh, over on Steve's end.
1: Oh, sorry. We were just taking a nap.
2: Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> we, get, <laughs> get to- we, we get talking about uh, Star Wars books, and I, I get excited. So, And I'm excited about The High Republic. So. Don't
4: just,
1: worry. Just
2: interrupt him. That's what we do. You're my son. Just interrupt him. All right, so every, so everybody listening, this is Logan. This is Steve's uh, son. He is a big Star Wars fan. And Hi he's...
5: everybody. My there name's Logan. There it is. <laughs> My name's Logan and I am not sorry for um interrupting Lando. <laughs>
2: <Okay>. <laughs> you fit you fit right in, Logan. <laughs> <laughs> tell tell everybody how old you are. I'm 9. All right, and tell everybody. So what we're talking about tonight is what got you into star wars and what you love about star wars why do you love star wars so much logan like why do you love it so much
5: my favorite part about star wars is um about the epic battles um near the end like you know episode three um when anakin and obi-wan were fighting absolutely
2: yeah so did you want obi-wan to win or anakin to win be honest who did you want to win at the beginning of the of the lightsaber battle?
5: Anakin.
0: <laughs> oh, all right. The power of the dark t- the
5: dark side is strong with me. Yeah, <laughs>
0: buddy.
2: I thought you were about to say the power of the dark side was stronger than the light side, and that's why you should have won. Well, it is.
1: We know that for a fact because that's how Obi Wan killed Darth Maul, or you know, sliced him in half at least.
2: Yeah, but Obi-Wan had the low ground in that fight.
1: It doesn't matter. Obi-Wan got angry, and that's what allowed him to defeat Darth Maul. His
2: anger it, it, and his moment of weakness as a Jedi is what allowed him to defeat Darth Maul. Which you can mirror with yeah, Luke Skywalker is- in Return of the Aladdin. Jedi, taps into his anger uh, very, very like shortly, and then yeah. pulls back. like one you know?
1: time you see Obi-Wan have an actual moment of weakness
2: outside of letting Anakin live. Yeah, I was about to say let, just leave him there. We we discussed this. I think that is his big uh flaw. If if Obi-Wan Kenobi has a flaw, I think it's leaving Anakin's uh on his Mustafar. That
1: is Anakin. That is his flaw. It's his biggest.
2: All he had to do was bring his stumpy body with him on the starship. Padmé sees him in the healing chamber. Oh, Anakin, uh you know, he, he she doesn't lose the will to live. She lives. is going to bring
1: him onto the ship, though. Like Anakin was
2: like, I
3: dude!"
2: He's stumpy. A good impression. He's <laughs> he's he's stumpy. He's not going to like fight. He's not going to fight him. just grab his stumpy body. You can bite put him, 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 him on the ship. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: hate why you. Would Ken-
5: why would Kenobi grab like Anakin though? Because he would burn up, and if he even tried to um pick him up. His hands would get like, ah!
1: Yeah, it's just like a a freaking uh, torpedo thing going down a ventilator shaft. Yeah. But you didn't think that one. Well,
2: Art says, he said Anakin was his brother, but left him to die alone in pain.
1: I don't think so. I think he left him alone to live. I think he knew he was going to live. I don't think he left him to die. I don't know. Here's another question. Here's another question. This is this is gonna spout us out into an hour's worth of talking about Star Wars. Something. This is bad. Why did he leave? If he thought or had any inkling that the Emperor
2: was gonna come and pick him up, why did he just stay to ransack the Emperor? That is a good question. Well, no, Obi Wan wasn't strong enough to fight the Emperor. Even Yoda told him. Remember? Yeah, because but he wanted to, he went up to Yoda and said, "I'll go. Let me take the Emperor, bro." Yoda wasn't
1: strong enough to take the Emperor apparently because he just got tired or something. It was like, ah, fuck it. I fell.
2: Oh, sh- my fingers. What do you think, Logan? Do you think Yoda could have beat the Emperor when they were jumping around lightsaber fighting?
5: I mean, if he played strategically, maybe.
2: Okay, so you think Yoda maybe should have used uh, the Senate room more wisely? Yeah. I still think well, he, he
1: could jump around like an ring. yet he always had low ground. I such.
2: still think he can jump back up there. In my opinion, yeah. every every, t- every <laughs> time I one, watch the movie, catapult. I am waiting.
1: Yes, I'm waiting for, yes, I'm waiting for Yoda to one. jump Yoda back can't up. Can't hop around up into the top.
2: It, it's it's just I think you realize at the moment they both absorb the the force lightning blow together, and the, you know he they he Yoda realizes that. He can't defeat the Emperor. And the Emperor had backup coming. Also. So he had to get out of there. Now why? Now go into isolation? Yoda had to get out of
1: there so he can exile himself? Yeah. uh... Nothing? So
3: why not? Since they were both Yoda and Obi-Wan were both together when they said we'll go separate and defeat them. Why not even suggest let's both go together, get Vader, and then let's go get Palpatine? Yeah. Because that would have worked. Yeah
1: or vice versa.
3: Yeah. Yeah, and they do Definitely. the ta- they do the tag team. Because
1: what did like what did Obi-Wan actually stop in Mustafar? Nothing. He just created a problem.
2: You're at, you're at you're abs- yeah, you're absolutely right. So Jedi Howard says Obi-Wan should have finished him off instantly. Then Palpatine would have had an excuse to drain Padmé's Ooh, I like this. I like this actually version saying that the Emperor drained uh the life force uh, from Not to Padme a way, though
1: to kill man.
5: Even, that was what I was gonna say.
2: Even though they say Anakin, remember Steve, in our on our list, uh, Anakin killed Padme when with the Force choking, and that's what led to her death. Was actually the Force choke. I don't know if you know that, Han. Uh, it, it's said that the Force choke is what actually killed Padme.
3: No, I didn't know that. I just assumed it was the Emperor. Oh!
5: Why would you assume it's the Emperor, though? Like, how would have the Emperor killed him? I mean, her.
2: Well, like Jedi Howard says, suck the life force out of Padme.
1: So I read the book. I read Episode 3's book. And according to the book,
2: she let go of her will to live. That's what I've always believed. She lost the will to live. and that's
1: She let go of her life essence. She was done. Yeah. She was ready to go.
2: That's why Obi-Wan brings Anakin with him. Sith or not, Padme sees him and she survives. So, and it changes everything. I think we talked about this because Palpatine, because they get a medical capsule for Anakin and then Palpatine gets another apprentice. And like we talked about, it's probably Darth Maul again with the mechanical legs. It comes full circle. And, and then that sets up, right? Darth Maul as the big bad guy moving forward. I don't know, but then like Luke and Leia don't go right to right. Everything's different because then they're just raised on the boo with a uh, Padme. So, so art says maybe he sends Padme was in pain and rushed to her and left Anakin. Okay. So Obi-Wan sensed Padme in pain That's on the fair. ship. Maybe if Obi-Wan didn't turn up, then Anakin could have raised Leia and Luke to become Siths. Oh,
0: that um, would have been Logan's so cool. Logan's got
1: to go, but Logan, tell everybody what your
2: favorite Star Wars movie is. Oh, yeah, Logan. Episode three. Episode three. Episode three. What's your... Nice. Nice. And your favorite part is Obi-Wan versus Anakin. Yes. That's Most
5: epic battle.
2: Okay, what's your favorite original Star Wars movie? So A New Hope, Empire Strikes Back, or Return of the Jedi? Return of the Jedi. Yeah. Is that when Luke Luke uh, turns Vader into a good guy at the end?
5: Not at all.
2: Not, not at all? So what's Luke do at the end then? Luke um,
5: escapes with stars Vader um, and then leaves the Death Spot Star before it blows up.
2: Yeah, that's right. What's
1: your, um, what's your favorite of the new
2: movies? Ooh.
1: Is it Force Awakens? Last Jedi, aka Luke's character development or um fanservice,
3: which one?
2: The Rise of Skywalker.
3: <laughs> fanservice.
2: Uh Logan went to the movie theater with us and we yeah. to, to see the Rise of Skywalker. Cool. The Rise yeah. of
5: Skywalker probably because um you know it's a big explosion where um Ray and Kylo kiss because they were meant to be <laughs>
0: You heard yeah, it from a nine-year-old.
5: Why, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Why should get I? Why
0: should I? Get out. Why should I? Get out. <laughs> Why should uh, I? Hey,
2: nine years old. This this isn't no. adults no. debating no. this. This no. is a oh, nine-year-old that says, anymore, Ray yeah. should have happened. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah,
2: yeah.
0: I love it. I love it. <laughs> love
2: you, you know what I love about Logan is he's the purest. Um, Thought. like he has uh, the purest thoughts about star he's, wars he's, he's because nine. he, he's doesn't, care. he, about doesn't, he doesn't care he oh. doesn't he doesn't care that han shot second he doesn't care like he he gives two craps if luke tosses his lightsaber i mean he doesn't care about any of that stuff like he yeah. he likes anakin like he likes like bad guy anakin and revenge of the sith yeah. that's what i'm saying like it's just that's what he loves in the lightsaber battles and oh. stuff that's a, that's amazing. And he liked Reylo. He liked the kiss at the <laughs> end. Stupid. That is absolutely
1: ah. amazing. Are we going to talk about how terrible that movie is? No, oh, come
3: on. Movie's no? great, man. I don't care. The movie
1: is not great. The <laughs> movie is not great. Movie is not great. Stop it.
3: you talking about Nine?
2: Yeah, Rise yeah. of Skywalker. Steve absolutely hates it.
1: I just have everything wrong with that movie.
2: And Han, you did hear the latest news, you know that 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 you've been talking about it on your podcast. That that woman, I can't remember her name, sat down with Ryan Johnson, and she's given us all these like little tidbits, like from her conversation. And she's like, oh, yeah. "Yeah, Ryan, uh, he he had no idea like what was going to happen in Episode Nine. It was literally just handoff, handoff, handoff. I'm just, I mean, we we know this, but I'm just thinking to myself, oh, uh, like once again, it just it just kind of puts like that dagger dagger in going. Please do a Star Wars trilogy from start to finish with the same vision. Like you do anything. Like you said, anything like that. Uh, any yeah, anything. Sierra Wilson is her name. Sierra Wilson. One thing
3: about her interview, uh, you know, she's never going to release it, <laughs> which is questionable. It's definitely a biased piece or piece. She only releases tweets. She's never going to release it. She won a chance to talk with Ryan through an auction, oh. and she decided to keep it. Their conversation private and only tweet out certain questions she asked and she's definitely a fan of the last jedi oh uh, so she I loves like jedi. anything she releases will be in favor of that over anything else which i don't really trust when it comes to journalism so there's that's to consider when you hear comments from her but yeah the, we did confirm that you know all three of them had nothing to do with each other when they talked about the sequel trip. i
2: mean it's clear as day and then obviously the big news this week is kathleen kennedy is remaining head of Lucasfilm, uh, per the president of uh, of Disney. Uh, what? Di- <laughs> that
4: was the best
1: reaction ever.
2: So I mean, that came what? out. That came. <laughs> so I mean, that came out a few days ago. That she signed an extended contract and she will be the head of lucasfilm
3: for years and years to come so i don't actually believe that um i believe that she has job security definitely um i was actually going to talk about this on monday on monday on my show and i think i think she's actually gonna still pass on the torch within the next one to two years i hope Uh, so i think i think she wants to be done i you know she's a she's yeah she's a she runs her own businesses and stuff like she has marshall kennedy productions as well and a bunch of other amblin she started amblin with spielberg so i feel like she has she's also a creator so she's got gonna have that itch to want to do other things outside of star wars you know kind of like how george lucas did he was he didn't want to be known as the star wars guy and <laughs> <I> mean, unfortunately <laughs> he made like strange magic and you know kind of bad work but i feel like as a creator kathleen kennedy she'll She'll want to do other stuff uh, coming soon.
2: All right. So real quick, uh, going to the chat. Art says the thing that got him into Star Wars was Star Wars Battlefront Two. On great game on PS2. I had seen the films before, but that game got me fully hooked on the full franchise. See that that that's interesting to me that a video game hooked him into watching the movies. See that's that's absolutely amazing. Thanks, Art. Thanks for no sharing that. No a good though. game. Excellent. Yeah. Uh, third person. Um, I, I mean, I think people played it. I think you might still be able to get on a server now if it's still open
3: <laughs> and play. I don't know. Do you remember the, the, the game that came out after um, Attack of the Clones? It was based on uh, the Battle of Geonosis, and you could create your own tanks and droid army and fight them. Uh, together uh, like two teams me and my brother used to play it all the time on xbox i can't remember what it was though um but that game was one of my favorites at the time and
2: yeah i don't it, i know it's not commando because i know that's getting re-released uh in the next coming months yeah let me see if i can find it yeah i'm not sure i'm not sure about that one i don't think i've ever played that one was that an xbox only game like uh maybe that, that maybe that's why so Art says for Battlefront 2, can still play offline on Steam, but not sure about online. Okay. I do know, like, you could, like, a decade past the game coming out, you could, like, still pop in Battlefront 2 and, like, get in lobbies and play. So for a game to have that, you know, the legs on that game was just insane on that original Battlefront game. Now, me and Steve used to play, uh, I think it was uh, Jedi battles or jedi i think it was jedi battles where yeah we could be like mace um, and it was jedi King power battles PS, or something PS,
1: PS, ps1 i do
2: believe on the playstation one jedi power power c yeah jedi power, Battle. power, wow. c- yeah! Jedi power oh, that battles game
1: was so much fun
2: so yeah that was uh that was a lot of fun because we got to play that together
1: yeah yeah, yeah. that game was tough
3: okay man. i found it so what- okay it was just it was just uh clone wars oh it was just oh okay so it was just clone wars they had this like side game you could play like a mini game where you and one other person can like build your own army like you could get a bunch of those those walker droids and a bunch of starships and just have them fight at each other and see which one won like kind of as like um uh the fake characters what are they called uh With AI's? Non-playables? Yeah, AI's. Yeah, AI's. Yeah, Yeah. it it was such a fun game.
2: Sweet. It sounds familiar. I might have played that. I remember playing the Revenge of the Sith game because it had the opening sequence in the video game
0: like before the movie came out. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Doesn't
2: matter,
1: man. Nothing. 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 Knights of the Old Republic. Nothing. Nothing. Nothing beats that game. Not Not just as a Star Wars game.
2: That's one of the best video games that I played in my existence. So we're so Han, me and Steve were talking about this. We would like to see the, the old Republic one and two remastered with, uh, with the gameplay of the new final fantasy remake of seven, seven the reboot, the, whatever the controlling. Perfect.
3: Okay. I'm not familiar with uh, final fantasy.
2: Oh, those are so, so good.
1: Yeah. Because, uh, Knights of the Republic is semi-turn-based. Semi-turn-based. It, it's, it's hard to explain unless you play it. Because uh, there's like live movement, but all the things are command-based. And uh, Final Fantasy VII Remake does that, but does it very beautifully. And it, it does it in a way where it doesn't feel forced or doesn't feel like you're stopping and, and punching in commands. Is, it feels
2: Steve, similar. is that oh, okay. how Final Fantasy fifteen is? Because I'm playing that on my PS5. No. Okay. Okay. Um, it was like a free game and i just downloaded it and i started playing it I love have good luck it's like a hundred hour game yeah no it's like open it's like you yeah. know it's like open world too it's kind of cool but anyways um man we started talking about video games you know another
1: you know another game that i remember uh that i really enjoyed uh was the star wars racer revenge and star Wars racer it was oh awesome. pod yeah. racer yeah.
2: yeah i have uh, it yeah, i still yeah. have it that's awesome yeah man i love i it's funny i don't like racing or like nascar like i don't like that but i love like racing games <laughs> for for whatever reason yeah mario kart's obviously my favorite sorry pod star wars pod race mario kart is my favorite racing game <laughs> i think it's my favorite
3: too the original not this new one they have on the switch
2: yeah the original I, 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 old i'm school.
1: partial to i'm partial to mario kart 64
2: Ooh, yeah yeah, yep. yeah, yeah, yeah 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 all right so um Uh man, I've actually gone like a long time without doing a segment. So I mean it's the it's our hundredth episode. Segment. We haven't done any segment. Well, I did music Tom and Lando. That's a segment? Yeah. I don't pay (laughs) attention. Of course. But I'm gonna turn him on, and he's here (laughs) for the hundredth episode of Sift Talkers. So here he is. Without further ado.
6: Three Po. Oh, oh, oh my! Oh, Lando. Oh, Lando! Oh, congratulations on your meat post.
2: No, it's our hundredth episode. Three Po. It's three Po. Do you have a joke? For our hundredth episode,
6: Steve Han Han. If you don't
1: say
4: Hello? yeah, yeah,
6: you, <laughs> you did not shoot first. That's why Leia divorced you.
3: Go fuck yourself, Pooh.
6: <laughs> that was not even my joke. I improvise! <laughs> it was Han's
0: reaction
1: that sold that one!
6: <laughs> Han and Steve. For the 100th episode joke, a senator and chancellor, a Sith Lord. And the first galactic emperor walk into a restaurant. The hostess says, Table for one?
2: (laughs) Get it, right? So a senator, a chancellor, a Sith Lord. At the first Galactic Emperor walk into a restaurant and the hostess says, oh, uh, table for one.
1: Oh, because it's, it's all, <laughs> it's all good,
2: <weird>, yeah. <laughs> It's pretty funny, it's, a, it's pretty funny. Steve! <laughs> yeah, God, Jesus
1: Christ!
0: Uh, yes! Would you... <laughs> This is D B Six Nine for the best hundredth episode joke for the shit heads. Steve. Yeah. Go fuck yourself. Han. Go fuck Leia. Oh wait, she's gone. Steve That's- and Han. What are the three shortest words in the English language? Is it it? (laughs) (laughs) Where did you
1: find that joke? Where
2: did you... (laughs) Thank you, 3POO and DB69 for your jokes. Even though you both took cheap shots at Han, I apologize. Droids were in a crazy mood tonight.
3: Tonight? <laughs> 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 All the time. <laughs> oh, oh, Is <laughs> DB69 and C3Poo or poo? are they dads by any chance? Because those are very daddy jokes.
2: (laughs) Three (laughs) P O is the king of Star Wars dad jokes. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. So, all right. So there you go. There. There you go. Uh, Another person who's been on the show. He and you know, and you know how podcasts, you know, in my opinion, or anything gets started, is you know your buddies have to help you out in the beginning, and you know give you support and whatnot, and. Our next special guest, he's been my buddy for a really, really long time. He's supported the show since day one. He's been on the show a few times. So without further ado, without further ado, we'll take, further ado, yeah, we'll you. take him off mute because that was the running joke. Um, the first year of the podcast, uh, my good buddy, uh, Ross Lost Exile. Welcome to Sif Talkers 100th episode. Who's lost? Exile? That's Ross, but uh, you know he's been on mute for almost two years.
1: I think he's still on. <laughs> <laughs>
0: hey, he's still on
2: mute. Now that wasn't even playing.
1: This is how good we you're are. You're still on mute. <laughs> 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 yeah.
4: Ross, hey uh, Ross, welcome to uh, the. You're sh- looking- you're looking good. Yeah. Oh, feeling better.
2: You're looking. Welcome great. to the show, Ross. So, Ross, <laughs> kind of the theme of tonight is uh, going back to like our episode. <laughs> going back to like our episode zero is kind of like what got you in the Star Wars, what you love about Star Wars, and you know, like what what keeps you attached to Star Wars. So, what's your Star Wars yeah. story? <laughs>
4: The Death Star trench run—that's what first got me into Star Wars. Okay, that's the first thing I remember. So it's always been about the space battles for me.
2: All right, see, see, this is what this is this is what I love about every everybody has something different that's been on tonight. So you like the the space battles?
4: The first thing I remember Star Wars is watching the the Death Star trench run. So so you know that was my introduction to Star Wars, and then the next thing I remember were the Ewoks. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah,
2: so exile. So anything else? What what, what has kept you into uh, loving Star Wars like all these years? Um,
4: as of currently, the Mandalorian.
2: Cole, yeah. Are you are your kids? Are they are they into Star Wars at all? Uh,
4: Lydia likes Baby Yoda, so she she watches Mandalorian M- M- with him. Bobby likes to run around with uh, with our dark saber. <laughs> Uh, So their, their introduction to star Wars is pretty much the Mandalorian.
2: Nice, nice. See, so that's, and once again, uh, you know, kind of going full circle, what brings people into star Wars is, you know, for Ross, your kids, the Mandalorian is that, is that gate for them to get into star Wars. So that's cool because for us older people, you know, for us older fans, uh, we relate the Mandalorian to the original trilogy. At least I do. I uh, I,
1: uh, I, love you all. I have to go. Um, I have to talk to my corporate security here, and I'm going to be out. So I've got to go because of what happened at my store. So I got to hop off. Uh, I have a little bit of an emergency to attend to.
2: All right. We I are okay, I'm man. in my store. So. We are
1: live. Everything's good. Everyone's safe. I see it again. Yay. 100th episode. And uh, out the back of the (laughs) (laughs) stage.
0: See you later. Love you, brother.
1: Love you, brother. Yes.
3: And there went Steve. (laughs) I hope everything's... (laughs) You guys were talking about um, Mandalorian. Uh, Ross, nice to meet you, by the way. Yeah, Ross, Um, Han, Han, Ross. I don't know if you want any, like... Possible spoilers for season three, but I have some news. If you want me to share, breaking news. Let's let's do it. Okay, cool. So there was a a casting call for Mandalorian season three, um, two or three days ago, uh, sometime earlier in the week. But there was there's two new characters that are going to be into Mandalorian season three, and that is. Let me see what their names are. Okay, someone named Drash and Skad, and they're supposed to be a uh, brother and sister. They are British-sounding supporting characters both in their late teens and supposedly they are going to be in a flashback and one of them is rumored to be a younger Dinjar <gasps> when he becomes a member of The Watch. Oh! <laughs> oh! And to back it up, to back up that theory, is Pedro Pascal said that um, season three will jump timelines. So you will get it like you'll get earlier stuff and then you'll get later stuff. It it won't be continuous. It'll be like kind of um, nonlinear in its storytelling, Hmm. which will be the first time for Mandalorian.
2: That actually sounds pretty amazing. Like I said, I'm actually looking forward to a a bit different pace and style of show for the mandalorian in my opinion not saying i don't like the setup but like we kind of got the same setup for two seasons so i'm actually really really looking forward to the show going in a different direction uh maybe not all the casual fans but um i am
3: yeah me too i think i think season three will be different i think because it's going to be like 2022 is probably when we'll see it. Probably in the summer. Yes, because the because book of
2: Bulbas taking the slot this year is, unless Andor's, December, is, yeah. Andor's coming out next year. Too. Next year. Yeah. Okay.
3: And what I'm oh, concerned about is so will it have so the same type of draw and attention for the fan base? So Mostly so casual. Right. But because the ending of season two, for a lot of people, they're like, huh. It was a good series. <laughs> Glad it's over. Like, that was a fun ride. And look, I, I'm going to be completely honest with you, Han. If The Mandalorian
2: stopped right now, I think I would be fully satisfied. I would, too. I hate saying that. <laughs> no doubt. I, I, I absolutely hate saying that, too, because obviously I want the show to go on for, like, four or five seasons. But, like, yeah, if they came out and said, hey, no more Mandalorian. Okay. <laughs>
3: Especially with this whole fallout with the Cara Dune character and actress. Yeah. A lot of people will be turned away. But also, they got over a year of just dead air from The Mandalorian. They're going to have to have one hell of a marketing strategy once it's time for it to release.
2: Or this book of Bulba better be one hell of a show. Um, And To hold us over.
3: to tie in directly to season three. Yes,
2: to hold us over till The Mandalorian... Uh, comes out because you know we got exciting news you brought it up on your podcast earlier this week that obi-wan is going to be in um andor so that was like rumored right and like i said now we're getting like connection right so we're connecting all these uh disney plus shows which is really interesting Uh, right and they have the rebel alliance (laughs) possibly crossing paths with obi-wan on tatooine or or is, is Obi Wan going to be on Tatooine?
3: Um, like I said, I don't. I'm excited to see Cassie and Andor and Obi Wan cross stream. The <laughs> They're not just crossing shows. I'm
2: really excited. I'm excited for the Bad Batch coming out.
3: Thing about the Bad Batch. So I wasn't excited for it when it was announced. I was kind of like, man, we just we just finished Clone Wars, and I, I kind of wanted to, to completely wrap. But and I also wasn't too huge of a fan of that group of uh, the Bad Batch themselves. But um, some early reviews came out of people that got to screen it, and apparently it's fantastic. So that gets me excited for it.
2: I absolutely love the last season of The Clone Wars. And, right, the first story arc was the Bad Batch. And I really, really liked uh, the Bad Batch. Like you said, it really reminded me of, yeah, like, it's a super group uh it really reminded me of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, <laughs> if I'm being completely honest <laughs> right. with you. Um,
3: no, definitely. That's a good comparison. Actually.
2: That's what I compared it to. But um, but yeah, when Disney made that announcement, man, they announced, like I said, and we we got the the, the Rangers show, and I guess that uh, that was supposed to be Cardoon's show, but hey, man, if they got what's her name from Rebels, um, Hera from Rebels, dude, I'm all in. But once again, you're kind of, I don't want to say you're narrowing the fan base down to only the people that have seen the animated shows, because I think anybody can anybody can still watch the shows, but I would absolutely love <laughs> to see Hera in live action. I don't know, right? Us, us nerds, we just, I want to see everybody in live action. <laughs> I
4: know, right?
3: I, I don't know if you listened to um, my full episode on that, but my fan cast for that actress was uh, Vera Faminga, and uh, I was wondering if you had any fan castings for that character Hera
2: at all. Oh man, yeah, I actually like yours. So, Vera? yeah, yeah, I think she'd be really good. I, it, and she's she's in everything. It's, she's very popular. It's like the Rosario Dawson thing, right? It's just like, yeah. Could you picture anybody else as Ahsoka Tano? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, Ross, are you excited for all these like Disney Plus shows that are that are coming that are coming out?
4: yeah yeah I, I am uh some more than others, but uh you know bad batch, you know I wasn't really concerned about it, but I'm looking forward to it since it'll be i think the next one that's out yeah right? may the fourth yeah so yeah i I'm, I'm i'm you know i I need my star wars fix,
2: yeah, i think us nerds think we, we, always, <laughs> we always always <laughs> and that's and that's what's awesome man is like we're getting a star wars fix, i mean, we are constantly having shows like every year now and we will eventually have our movie our uh was it the patty jenkins movie i think that'll be our first time back in the theater will yeah. be the squadrons uh movie which i'm really looking forward to i've actually uh, dug into it and it's actually based off of like life experiences like from her family that she's putting into the movie. So it gives us like that human, you know, that human touch, that story touch to it. So I'm actually really excited. Like once again, that's why I like the, like you said, you asked right Han? you. Yes. I think you asked this on your episode. It's just like you like, do you like rebels? Do you like clone wars? Do you like resistance? I like clone wars because you do, you, you just get these standalone, like short episodes that just give us information about not the main stuff that's going on. And that's what, like, I picture yeah. squadrons. I'm just like, this is just going to be its own, like, film about, like, re- like rebel pilots or X-Wing pilots. or And I'm actually really excited because then we can dive into, you know, the, the life of an X-Wing pilot. Like, we've never seen... I-, I was telling you about the High Republic. Yes, we know Jedi. Yes, we know Yoda and Qui-Gon. But we've never like dug into the jedi lore and dug into yeah. how they really feel about things and that's what these books do like i read i told you i read, I read these books man and i would love to see a uh, live action high republic i think it would be absolutely amazing but um so for me so i'm really excited about about that movie uh, and getting getting the life of that's why i like andor like i said my steve you know he he he's like yeah i'm gonna skip that one and it doesn't do nothing for him but for me (laughs) i'm just like oh we're gonna dig into the rebel alliance and if i'm not mistaken wasn't he imperial and then turned over to the rebel alliance i I, or i'm thinking of ks20 he was Um, an imperial robot who went to the rebels
3: yeah yeah that that i wasn't too uh hyped for Andor either uh, point, but, um, <laughs> but we're going to dig into the man. rebel
2: alliance i think that's interesting
3: I well you brought up you brought up an interesting point is that um you know we've been all the all the recent star wars they're kind of trying to copy that formulaic system that marvel does which is you know just trying to make a shared universe trying to connect everything but also the most important which i think they should focus on is their ensemble castings rise of skywalker is a great example no reason to introduce all those new characters yeah just filling up space and they did it with solo have trying to have so many characters in there and it takes away from the story and with rogue squadrons i want there to be uh, either like three people three main characters or two main characters or one like a luke skywalker and we follow their journey and just stick with them because I think that's where they've kind of struggled in the past. Like another reason why Ray isn't so fleshed out because there were so many other people that had to like we had to learn about Poe's backstory in Rise of Skywalker. Terrible. Wow. It absolutely nothing yeah. to do with like where it was going. So I think if they, if Patty focuses on one character who I think is going to be based off her, her own life like yep. you just said and her and her father, I think, I think that can make for a really great story. And also get a little bit more character focus, which I think the sequel trilogy kind of lacked. And it, that's what brings in the emotion is being able to connect with those characters. So I am excited for Rogue Squadron. I just don't want to see them do what they've continued to do. But I think Kathy has learned her lesson in some ways. I think and so. And Patty Jenkins is a great storyteller. I Maybe not uh, Wonder Woman 84. It's terrible.
2: The you know movie is terrible. Oh and what scares me yeah. is patty jenkins had almost 100% creative control over wonder woman 84 and she didn't have as much creative control over the first wonder woman movie so that kind of so not saying i want disney to interfere but hopefully collaboration there's more collaboration with her instead of this is my vision and this is what you're going to get uh, like with ryan johnson i say I, I think that's what kind of upsets me about the sequel trilogy is maybe if there was just a little bit more collaboration we would have got a better story
3: well also with those three in particular i think jj ryan and and um, patty jenkins have one thing in common they are talented directors but each of them were like i'm not gonna do these movies unless i put in my own writing like input yeah, it was and their vision. JJ, JJ, especially, he's a fantastic director. But when he writes his own material, it's not as good as the stuff he's directed and didn't write on it. And I think it's the same for Ryan Johnson and Hattie Jenkins. When they adapt something or they collaborate with a writer, they can make it look really great and mold together really great. But I think it's yeah, collaboration. You're totally on yeah. Board.
2: Not to beat a dead horse, but e- even if you just put. J.J. Abrams, Ryan Johnson a- at the time, Colin Trevorrow in a room, just like they do with the High Republic. See, this is what doesn't make any sense with me. It's just like you do this for like books, you didn't do it for the, like you said, they learned their lesson. Yeah, you put them in a room, you have a start and you have a finish, and you're like, all right, let's fill in the gaps. But they know where the story's gonna end. Everybody knows where the story's gonna end. Once again, Ryan John, I didn't know Kylo was gonna die. No, you you know what's going to happen with Kylo Ren when you leave that room before the first movie is before the first movie's even shot. Uh you know and, exactly. and and that's what we love about George and like I guess everybody shit I mean not so much now everybody shits on the sequel and you have one cohesive story from start to finish with one vision, one story uh all from, you know, the man, the myth, the legend, George Lucas. <laughs> exactly. But uh, Han, well, yeah, why don't you let everybody know where they can find you? And uh, once again, thanks for uh, coming on the show. No, that's hell
3: sweet. yeah. I just want to say again, congrats on 100. Uh, that's amazing. You know, I know how hard it is to, to try to do this every week, come up with new content. Uh, we're, we're storytellers, so we got to tell a story every week. And uh, I love what you guys are doing. Big fan. Can't wait to see more. Here's to 100 more. And I'll always be there to collaborate with you. And we talked before about possibly doing a sideshow together, yeah. which I still really want to consider. Us talking about that for a live thing. And um, everyone who's listening to this episode, thanks for joining. Uh, thanks for supporting me if you do, and for supporting Sith Talkers. That they have a lot of great things to come. You can find me on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, is everywhere podcasts can be found at Han Talks First, and then also check out the YouTube. Do lots of great videos over there too, and. We have a live stream every Monday, and occasionally Lando joins us. So always, if I'm not busy, uh, I'm, I'm you,
2: working. When you're doing it, I know. Yeah, time, time changes is really uh, screwing us over.
3: But like Lando says, uh, you go to his show for the fun podcast. <laughs> you go to mine for the. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no. I said
2: that you. You're just like I'm not fun. No, Han is a lot of fun. Um, but once again, dude, your editing is is like I said, everybody. It's it is superb. And it's very. It looks very, very professional, man. So, it's
3: awesome. Thank you so much. Uh, since you said that, I will. I will let people know. I'm. I'm working on a short film right now, and it's going to be coming out very.
2: Oh, I, I. heard you say yeah. that uh, on your because I, I listened to your pot. Like I wasn't there live, but I listened to it the next day. And you said you, you got yeah, you a got, movie.
0: Uh
3: yeah, I got a um, uh, financing for a short film and also a, a script I wrote uh, three years ago. Um, made its way through Hollywood, and somehow that's amazing. Someone wanted to adapt it. Yeah, it's it was really surreal. I'm currently talking with them, trying to work out the details. But uh, as soon as I am able to share out, yeah, if it you need a voiceover,
2: well. let it's, me it. know.
0: <laughs> Hell
2: yeah,
3: that's good to know, actually. But uh, no, thank you again. Congratulations. Uh, I gotta head out, but uh, this was so much fun. I can't wait to do more in the future, man. All
2: right, take it easy, Han. Thanks for coming. Talk Talk May soon. the force be with you. May the force. Be with you always all right all right so i think i'm gonna wrap it up so um so moving forward me and steve um so the structure if you've listened to the past two episodes we've kind of been doing like these top 10 um like lists where we find these lists online like the the, the ben solo you know 10 plot holes or you know or or the one we just did where it was uh, Anakin it was Anakin's 10 things Anakin Skywalker when it came back to haunt him It uh, looks like I just Ross I lost Ross he's back on mute <laughs> But um but yeah moving forward the the show we're going to kind of keep with that format we're going to work me and Steve we're going to be doing these like lists pretty much every week and these bullet point lists and like talking about it and you already know we get into tangents uh, when we you know when we talk about all that stuff so, yeah, uh, Ross got disconnected. That's all right. He says, uh, "Love you, brother. Congrats on the 100 episodes. Thanks, thanks, Ross. Thank you. Like I said, he was he's been part of some of the some of the earlier shows at the beginning, the first year we were doing the podcast. But um, but yeah, man. So like I said, there's many more. Uh, Watto, brother, Dick Time. I didn't get to do Dick Time tonight. That's okay. Definitely 100 percent will do it. I'll do it next week. We'll do Dick Time next week. So, um, but once again, I just want to thank everybody for uh, for hanging out with uh, you know with Lando tonight and Han. Uh, like I said, Steve, Ross, and thank you once again, everybody, for hanging out and giving the Sif Talkers a chance and and letting Lando over here talk about Star Wars every week because I absolutely love it. All right, Sif Talkers. This has been episode
0: 100!
2: It's just a big show of randomness.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I've been your host as always, Mike. Rando. For Rando. Rando.
2: And may the force be with you, Sip Talkers. oh! oh so, till the enders, I always have a till the enders question at the end. So, we know. Uh, well, it's rumored, uh, it's possibly going to be a Luke Skywalker show, uh, coming out and it's going to be set right after return of the Jedi. So that's super awesome. So what does everybody think about Luke's a possible Luke Skywalker show after set after return of the Jedi? I think Disney's, uh, I think Disney's trying to, you know, backpedal a little bit with Luke. <laughs> so, yeah, so there you go. So let me know what you think about the Luke, Luke Skywalker, the Luke Skywalker show. You know what? There. I didn't do dick time. It's the perfect way to end the show on the 100th episode. So the only way to end it. It's to sing dick time with Lando. And here comes some dick time with Lando. My
0: favorite part. All right, here we go. Tick time, tick time with Lando. tick time, tick time with Lando. tick time, tick time with Lando. Dick time, dick time with Lando. Who's got the biggest dick? Who's got the biggest dick?